the book of Philippians chapter 3, and we'll probably not be long before you this morning, but we want to mind the Lord. If you're here and you're not right with God, I'd love to introduce you to Him. He's able to forgive you of your sin. He's able to take you back. He's able to write your name in the Lamb's book of life and to forgive you of all of your sins. The book of Romans chapter 3, and Lord willing, verse 10, as we continue this series, if you found that, will you say amen? The Bible says, and this is the Apostle Paul writing from prison under the church at Philippi. He said, that I may know him and in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in thy presence. Father, we thank you this morning for the two souls that rededicated this day. And Father, we thank you, dear God, Lord, for all of the hands, dear God, that we've already seen go up. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you'd not stop dealing with them, Lord, throughout this service. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you would... Uh, continue, dear God, to love on them. Continue to knock upon their heart's door. I pray today, dear God, Lord, continue, Lord God, to woo them, dear God, unto you. Father, we pray today, dear God, Lord, for the child of God. Encourage them. I pray, dear God, Lord, for that one today, dear God, Lord, that's grown cold. Lord God, setting this morning. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you'd warm them up from the inside out. Lord, we pray this morning, Lord, that you'd cleanse our mind, empty us of self, and fill us, Father, with your spirit. I pray, dear God, Lord, where the arm of flesh has failed us. I pray today, dear God, Lord, the Spirit of God would prevail us, Lord. I pray, dear God, you continue in the old-time way. We thank you and love you. We give you glory and honor. Help me to say what you'd have me to say and help me not to say that which you'd have me not to say. Be today, dear God, with those in our foster system, Lord, foster care system, Lord. We pray today, dear God, Lord, for the children and parents both. Dear God, I pray, dear God, Lord, you'd help them. God, we pray today, God, for a supernatural touch. We love and thank you in Jesus' name. Together the church says, Amen. Amen. We ask you this question this morning, the same question we asked you last week. Do you know him this morning? I thought this morning as Brother Ricky went through, thank God that recitation, I'm glad this morning that Jesus is this morning. Thank God I'm glad this morning that He is the great I am. I'm glad this morning He's not the great I'm going to be. He's not the great I used to be, but He is the great I am. Thank God for that this morning. As we preached around last week, uh, the portion out of verse 10 that I may know Him, this week we'd like to look at the next statement if we can, and the power of His resurrection. I'm just going to preach this morning real quick, fast like, and in a hurry look at three points if we can, and recognize this morning that if it was not for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you and I would still be lost. Let me clarify this morning what I mean. If Jesus came through a man and through a woman, there'd be no hope for mankind. Amen. If Jesus was born of a virgin by the Holy Ghost of God, just the way that He was born, yet did not die for our sins, there'd be no hope for mankind. If Jesus, thank God, was born of a virgin, uh, thank God and born of the Holy Ghost of God and died on the cross of Calvary just like He did, yet remained in the ground dead, 
there'd be no hope for mankind. Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Can I tell you this morning, you will never know the power of His resurrection unless you know Him in the person of Christ. You will never know Him in the power of His resurrection until you know Him as Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. You say, preacher, I do good works for the church. Well, thank God, but I want you to know you're not saved by good works. Titus 3 and 5 said, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy. Thank God by the regeneration of the Holy Ghost. You understand this morning that you've got to know Him in an intimate manner. I want you to look with me this morning at the power of His resurrection. I'm going to give you some scripture. I'm going to try to slow down. If you want to follow me, that's fine. If you want to just jot these down, that's good too. We see that Jesus chose to die. See, the Bible said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Amen. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. The writer said in the book of Revelation, I believe it is, John writing the, uh, there on the Isle of Patmos, and he said that Jesus Christ is the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. You know, when Jesus came to this earth, it was not a surprise what He had to do. See, the Bible says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. Amen. And all things were made by Him and without Him was not anything made. And the same was in the beginning with God. Did you hear that? Then way back there in the beginning, the Bible teaches that God, that God thank God, said in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now let's stop right there for just a minute and recognize Recognize that when there was a place uh, that God formed the earth, uh, the dry ground came out of the water, uh, Jesus knew it. Amen? Uh, because Jesus did it. Uh, and thank God whenever that He allowed the trees to bring forth trees. Amen? Uh, when He allowed the fig tree to be born. Uh, when He allowed the dogwood trees to grow. Whenever He allowed those trees to grow, He knew that there was a hill called Calvary. He knew that there was a tree that was planted that was going to bring forth seed. Uh, that was going to bring forth the sapling that was going to grow into the tree uh, that was going to be cut down uh, that would be the hanging post for him to hold held him up uh, between heaven and earth uh, he knew that there was going to be a place called Golgotha where he would have to be buried uh, the place of the skull he knew that yet he came anyhow He knew that you and I would use His name in vain. He knew that you and I would not be faithful. He knew that you and I would only be faithful and obedient part of the time. Yet He died for you and I. He knew the sluggards that we really are. He knew that our righteousness was filthy rags, yet He loved us. <laughs> 
He chose to die, John 19 and 11. The Bible said, and Jesus answered, Thou couldest have no power at all against me. Thank God, except it were given thee from above. In John 10 and 18, Jesus said, No man take it from me, but I lay it down myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. I, this commandment have I received of my Father. John, uh, thank God John records this scripture in the context uh, of these naysayers. Uh, thank God, listen, you understand tonight that the world thinks they've got all power. Uh, the World Health Organization thinks they know what's best for you. Uh, amen. Uh, your government thinks they know what's best for you. Uh, don't look at me like that. Amen. Uh, your doctor thinks he knows best for you and I'm not I'm not despising uh, any medical device I'm not uh, advice I'm not disputing uh, anything that the world health says or uh, what the government says uh, but let me tell you what you need uh, you need to know Jesus uh, you need to get saved uh, you need to be blood bought uh, you need to be born again uh, and if you've backslid you need to rededicate uh, you need to say Jesus forgive me of my sin help me to be faithful Help me to recognize you chose to die for me and help me to choose to die for you. Hebrews 9 and 26 and 27, if I'm not mistaken, or I'm sorry, 27 and 28, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, watch this, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. You and I owed a debt, and we could not pay that debt. See, the Bible teaches, but God commendeth His love toward us, that while in that we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That means when you were out there, uh, now, <laughs> help me Lord, when you were out there doing things that you should not be doing, uh, when you were out there uh, having sex out of wedlock, amen, uh, when you were out there, yes sir, uh, shocked up living any old way, uh, you understand whenever you were out there uh, 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 down in a big bottle of whiskey, uh, when you were out there taking a hit on a joint, uh, when you were out there shooting up, listen to what I'm saying this morning, uh, Jesus died for you in spite of what we've done, in spite of what we've thought, in spite of what we've said. Jesus died that we can go to heaven. Say, preacher, that's all well and dandy. Well, oh, what's that got to do with me? I want you to know this morning the whole point of the message is this. Do you know Him? Do you know Him? Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection Christ chose to die. And not only this morning did Christ choose to die, but He chose to get up out of the grave. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew 17 and 22 and 23, The Son of Man shall be betrayed in the hands of men and they shall kill me. Listen to this in words of red. In Matthew 17 and verse 23, And the third day he shall be raised again. I'm glad he didn't stay dead. Amen. I'm glad, thank God, he didn't stay in the tomb. Amen. You know, the Bible teaches that the women said, Who shall roll for us to stone away? Thank God whenever they got there the angel of the Lord had already rolled the stone away not so Jesus could get out but so we could look in hey neighbor I've got good news the tomb is empty and the throne is occupied amen I was a sinner but now I ain't amen you were destined for hell but now your name's written on the Lamb's book of life got your name on the title need the glory you're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus today. 
All because he chose to die and he chose to get up again. He didn't stay dead. <laughs> He didn't stay dead. Well, preacher, what's it got to do with me? I'm glad you asked. First Corinthians 15 and 23 said, But every man of his own order, Christ the first fruits. You know what that means? That means Jesus is the first person to die and to get up back out of that grave. And you know what? I got good news for you. Thank God he might have been the first, but he wasn't the last. Amen. You realize this morning I died and got up out of that grave. I'm not talking about out at the cemetery I'm talking about at the spiritual cemetery there is buried an old body thank God an old life honey that has been dead that has been crucified and I chose to get up in Jesus name he chose to die he chose to get up and he chose here's the last point I told you it wouldn't be long he chose to live on Jesus said, <laughs> Jesus said this. He said, I am the Lord thy God, and I change not. You say, preacher, ain't that Old Testament? Brother Ricky got up here a while ago, and he went from Genesis to Malachi in the Old Testament. And you know what he said? He is. He wasn't talking, amen. He wasn't talking about the pastor. Amen. You can see Jesus on every page of the Bible. You can see Jesus in every chapter of the Word of God. You can see Jesus in every syllable that rolls off of the tongue of God. Preacher, how do you get that this morning? Because he said that he is the Word. Amen. And the Word dwelt among us. Amen. And became flesh. What's that mean, preacher? That means he is. Amen. Do you know him today? I want you to know this morning, not only did Jesus choose to die, not only did he choose to get up, but he chose to live on understand this morning. Uh, honey, the writer said in Romans 6, 11, he said, I likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed into sin, uh, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, 2 Timothy 2, 11 said, is the faithful saying, if we be dead with him, uh, we shall also live with him. Amen. Uh, Jesus said, and ye shall receive power. In Acts 1, 8, uh, he said, and ye shall receive power uh, after that the Holy Ghost has come on upon you. Upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. You say, preacher, are you telling me right now that Jesus is not only alive, but he's right here in this church? Yeah. Let's just look through the microscope a little closer. Let's look at it in a single person. I don't go where I used to go. I don't act like I used to act. Amen. Mike Ingram, do you drink what you used to drink? Do you smoke what you used to smoke? Do you shoot up what you used to shoot up? Do you pop what you used to pop? It ain't Mike that made that change, but it's Jesus in him. Hey, greater is he that is in you than you that are in the world. You understand this morning, you can live in Jesus Christ today. If you die once, you'll die. If you die, help me, Lord. If you've been born once, you'll die twice. What's that mean? If you've been born once, that means if, if you've been born and every human being's been born. 
If you've been born of your mama, amen. You say, preacher, I don't know who my mama is. That's all right. God knew you while you were in her womb. Amen. I'm still in the book. You recognize this morning that if you've been born once, you'll die twice. What's that mean, preacher? Will you explain it to me? I'll be happy to. The Bible teaches that if you've been born once, born of your mama, born of the flesh, then you'll die the first time a, a physical death. Amen. Oh, what, what's that mean? Remember in Hebrews 9.27, as I read in your hearing, it's appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. And you know what the second death is? I'm glad you asked me. See, if you die without Jesus, you'll go to hell. You will not go to purgatory. Amen, neighbor. You will not go to a holding place. If you die without Jesus, you will go directly to hell. You will not be asleep out there in the ground uh, waiting for Jesus to come back. If you die without forgiveness, if you die without Jesus, you will go to hell. The Bible teaches, thank you Lord, the book of Revelation, the Bible teaches that hell and death gave up the dead that were in them. Amen. And they stood before the great white throne judgment. And the Bible said, and the book of life was opened. And other books. Amen. And those whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life are cast into the lake of fire. And this is the second death. So if you've only been born once, well, preacher, tell me how I can be born twice. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, He said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee that ye must be born again. Nicodemus said, How may I enter into my mother's womb after I am grown and old? Jesus said, That is born of a flesh is flesh, but that is born of the Spirit is spirit. Amen. Am I in the book? Do you know Him? Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Well, preacher, tell me about this getting born a second time. That means dying out to the world and asking the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. That means telling Jesus that you're sorry. The Bible teaches in the book of Romans chapter 10 that whosoever, that's you and I, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What's that mean? That means that He will in no way cast you out. If you're asking for forgiveness and you're humbling yourself unto Him, He will in no wise say, depart from me. But if you've been born the first time, you need to be born the second time. Preacher, if I've been born the first time and I get born the second time, how many times do I got to die? Just once. Just once. Well, how's that work? When you ask the Lord to forgive you, the old man is dying. You are crucify him. Amen, amen, amen. Well, preacher, does that mean that I'll live forever? That's right. You'll live forever. You'll take one day when your flesh, when your body has expired, your soul and your spirit will live in eternity 
with the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't look at me cross-sided. Paul said choosing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That means when I die, thank God, when my body lays down and the skin worms devour my flesh, I will not be in the grave. Amen and hallelujah. I will not be out there with grandma buried with dirt on top of me. Sure, my body will, but I ain't there. Where are you going to be, preacher? I'm glad you asked me. I'll be walking that street of gold with Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. You understand you'll never get to heaven unless you know Him and the power of His resurrection. But if you've been born once, you'll have to die twice. Amen. But if you've been born twice, you only have to die once. Stand with me this morning as I share this story with you. I'll not be long before you. In a small Midwestern town in the late 1950s, I believe it was, a lawyer was going into court one day, going into trial, and Brother Andrew, if you'll come back to the piano, low family, if you'll get ready. And the lawyer called a witness that he had known all of his life and thought that he could depend on this lady, older lady, and she took to the stand and he went up and he said, Mrs. Williams, will you tell the court today if you know me? And she said, well, yes, I know you. She said, you're my neighbor's son and you're a thief and a liar. The lawyer wasn't expecting that. He was kind of took back and he looked around and he said, well, how about, how about this lawyer? Do you know him? She said, oh yes, I know him. She said, he is a womanizer. He is a recovering alcoholic that falls off of the wagon every other weekend. All at once the judge smacked the gavel down and he called the lawyers to the bench. And the lawyers approached the bench and he said this. He said, if either of you two ask her if she knows me, I will hold you in contempt of court. See, the world knows what you portray. The world knows the little false faces that we put on as we're coming into Halloween and we'll try to act one way. But God knows who we really are inside. Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Can I tell you this morning that even after I've been saved, there's been sin in my life that I've had to go back and ask God to forgive me of. You may be here and you may say, not me, preacher, you're lying and you need to repent right now. Well, preacher, what are you saying? All I, I'm not talking about salvation. Amen. Amen. Once you saved, you got the goods. What I'm talking about this morning is when we sin and we do not repent of it. God knows it. Whether you want to own up to it or not, He knows it. And God has spoke to you through this service. And you need this morning to ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins.